Okay. Wait. Okay. Hey, oh my was that, god, that was a, a quiver genuine, in your voice? That was a genuine was like, crack. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, uh what how do we usually start these again? Welcome back to Blank with Frank. Or we have like we usually start talking. I like guess funny. We started recording. Mm-hmm. Like, but usually because you know how like right before this you cut out the part where you cussed at me? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you like right before this, guys, Mike's gonna edit it. And Mike's in charge of editing on this one, so he's probably gonna edit me right now to make me sound like a fool. But I just wanted you to know that he's gonna cut out the part where he literally why just are you said, talking if I'm gonna edit it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> welcome uh, back welcome to Blank with Friends. Dude, when you said that that uh, one time, that's been stuck in my head ever since well, then. Well, when I went Friends, I was like, that's not our song. Anyways, yeah. uh, we just had a great conversation. I feel, honestly, a little bit inspired by him. He's got a really cool drive. Yes, I feel the same way. Uh, we had Nick on the podcast. Um, Nick is a homie of mine that I met through another friend, Jesus. Check out his episode. I forgot what we called it. I forgot to, but, but check the description. Yeah, I'm Nick's sure rad, it. man. Nick is, <laughs> Nick, is uh, Nick is had moved here from Syria when he was 19 years old, yeah. and shared a little bit about that experience and just kind of his missing his home and just now being here and living life to its fullest and seeking yeah. adventure. Yeah, he's a, a licensed skydiver. Which yeah, is super we went cool. into that, which was awesome. I don't think I've ever known someone that skydives. No, I've never had a conversation with someone never. who does it that regularly. I've yeah. had friends that have done it, but yeah. anyways, Nick's great. Check out the episode, guys, and let us know what you think. Um, hit up our Instagram. And and Dominique's sitting on the couch with us right Dominique's now. Dominique's right here looking at both of us, trying not to laugh. Dominique, stop laughing, please. She's giggling. Stop laughing. <laughs> stop. They, they can hear it. Stop laughing. They can hear it on the recording. Anyways, guys, thanks. That's awesome. Not it. I feel like special all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is definitely about you. Yeah. You know, uh, like I was telling you, it's an intentional conversation, and a part of our like mission statement is like pretty cool, man. The roles or the guest role is the most valuable. Yeah, man. Right? We're uh, your podcast blank with friends, right, dude? So it's all about all of us, not just it's me. about the friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, uh, yeah. it's fun though, but I think you bring the like this is de- like your episode. Like we're here every episode. Yeah, that's cool. But it's focused on I think what perspective you can bring to the table because that's Mike cool. and I are here. No one cares about us, bro. No one. Dude. <laughs> we're here. Every no, week. Actually, you guys were fun, man. <laughs> I've actually like listened to three different episodes and. It was a blast, man. Oh, thanks, I actually man. listened to whole. Uh, I listened to Jesus's. I was to your brother-in-law, Brian. Brian. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Uh, the last one was uh, some lady. She was a uh, the astrology uh, one. No, no, no. It was a uh, uh, hairstylist. Hairstylist. Was it well, Krista? Krista? Krista, Krista. Okay. Yeah. Krista, that yeah. was a good episode. Yeah, it was that actually a really, really good, good episode. We've had some very, like, we had a lot of variety in our episodes. Yeah. It's crazy, like, editing and listening back to some of them. We've done 28 episodes now, 27. Yeah, we're, we're coming up oh, on 30, are, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty wild. Good. How long have you guys been doing it for? Uh, this year. We started this year it was around It kind of like a New Year's awesome, resolution yeah. kind of thing. We yeah. just decided to kick it off. That's cool, yeah, man. Dude. I was telling him, like, this has been always on my bucket list. To be on a podcast? To be on a podcast. Dude, even if it's shitty? <laughs> like, even if we have my mom's the only one who That's listens awesome. to it <laughs> like i'm telling you dude we haven't started yet and i already feel special so fuck no, yeah. dude, it's, it's, it's totally weird to like uh, have a mic yeah in front of your face and all of a sudden you're like whoa but then like like he was saying is after you were here for a little bit yeah. and we're going for yeah. 30 minutes or so you're gonna forget that it's once we there. get going and then also like you know drinks sure, drink some, yeah hell yeah you know just to calm the nerves. I, I still remember the first time Mike and I did it. It was so weird because we turned on the mic and we're looking at each other and we're sitting there going, what, what are we 
Like, but once once we started going, it yeah. was so funny. We still have so that recorded great. somewhere. That's the awesome. audio quality was trash because we only had one microphone, and we yeah. just wanted to see what would happen if we recorded a conversation. Yeah, um, that's cool, man. And listening back to it though, it was it's comedy. Did you, yeah. you, you guys should time. add like a camera to it and just kind of like post it on uh, YouTube? Everyone keeps yeah. saying that we should yeah, post our should. clips on YouTube, so like, we record you know, like, with Joe, the phone. What's his name? Joe Rogan. You said Joe yeah, Rogan. Yeah. Does that, right? I got people that would be like, "Dude, I would totally watch it yeah, if it was on YouTube." I don't like to listen to audio, and I'm like, "Okay, well, I mean." Dang. Maybe that's weird. Actually, I would like to listen a lot more than like watching. You know, that's like, what actually, I think. I, yeah. So because like, I mean, I'm, like, who, who am I going to watch? Yeah. Three of us. We're sitting here on the couch. Yeah. 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 It, and or like, like a driving or something. Yeah. Exactly. You could yeah. do something else. Yeah. yeah I, I prefer audio, but that's yeah. That's me. And I've but been told though me. by multiple people that YouTube would be. Yeah. Oh, it would it'll be watch cool. It. Just kind of, it's there. Someone wants to see it. Yeah. yeah. You know. I think. But honestly, reevaluate. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, like. I like this because, like, you can hear someone talking for a really long time, but you can't look at the same person for, like, an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 That's true. You know, That's like, really interesting. Yeah. So just, like, okay, I'm watching it, and then, like, all of a sudden it gets really boring. But when you're actually d- hearing it while you're driving or doing yeah. something else, it's just... I think your you know, imagination you also is much more heightened or, I guess, in true. tune or anything yeah. like that, whatever. It's like reading a book. You're... you're, yeah. you're reading uh, the sentences and you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to try to imagine the context of this. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, are they high-fiving or whatever? Yeah. You know high-fiving. what I mean? See, yeah, we high-five the entire podcast. Struggling. Are they in the winter? Is this a bleak winter if, night? If you guys are listening to this, we're all butt naked right now. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. I got the biggest penis. <laughs> I got the biggest penis, bud. Just so you guys know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, uh, yeah, all right. That's awesome, well, man. Nick, dude, thanks for coming, bro. Hey, thank uh, you for having me, guys. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Tell us a little bit about yourself so the listeners know cool. who they're listening to. All right. So uh, my name is Nick. Um, I'm actually. Um, I'm actually here for the first time. It was on my bucket list, and uh, Michael invited me, and thank yeah. you for doing that, brother. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I saw is, uh, you at uh, Starbucks. Uh, I always see the homie at Starbucks. There we go. And uh, I saw your fiance there, and mm-hmm. I was like, yo, where's Nick? And then you came in, and I was like, what up? There you go. She just asked me, like, dude, I, that guy looks so familiar, but yeah. I don't remember him. Like, yeah. So, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, I just got engaged. So that's Congratulations. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, we did it in Costa Rica. Uh, it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, um, I've been in the U.S. for 10 years. I came here in 2009. I was born in Damascus, Syria. Dang, um, cool. So Damascus? It's not as cool as you expect, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you said you born in Damascus? Damascus, Syria, yeah. Like the biblical, like, Damascus. The oldest uh, capital in the world, man. Damn. Yeah, that's where I was. Wo- yeah, that's where I was born. I was raised in Hems, Syria, which is the biggest uh, city in uh, Syria. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, I came here when I was 19 mm. yeah. and, um, uh, the rest is history, man. I love it here. Um, I miss home. Unfortunately, I can't mm. go back home because of the war that is happening. Mm. And, um, yeah, that's Dang. pretty much it, man. So, uh, right what on. else do you guys want to know? Hey guys, we appreciate <laughs> you guys tuning in oh. this week. Dude, we could, uh, we could get into the, I didn't, I had no yeah. idea. I mean, obviously this is my first time meeting oh, you. Man, I'm um, pretty sure you can hear my accent. I can hear your accent, but yeah. I could not tell you that it was going to be from Syria. I wouldn't uh, yeah, have known yeah, that. Yeah, I came here uh, because all of my family were here, so I just kind of followed them, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. You uh, were the last one of your family over there? Uh, yeah. Kind of, well, we, I still have a, all of my dad's family live there. All of my mom's family live here. That's why okay. we came here, especially Marietta. Okay. Um, uh, I got my uncles actually work at Loma Linda Hospital, mm-hmm. uh, so they just lived here. And then when we came here, mm-hmm. you know, that's the place we came. Cool. Uh, so I've been here for a while. I lived in San Diego for a little bit, and I just moved back because I go to school here, and I also work here. Uh, 
so it was like you know more convenient to stay here yeah 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 dang what was it like growing up obviously i'm not from syria yeah. um i'm mexican but what was it like growing up in syria up until 19 and changing your whole world yeah. and coming to america it, it was tough actually i didn't want to come here you know like i was leaving my friends and that was before the war happened so like living there was awesome man i mm. miss it so much um so yeah, I mean, like, you know, I went to school there. I mean, a lot of people think like I'm a Christian. So mm -hmm. a lot of people like ask me like, oh, you know, like uh, you guys were living in Muslim city, you know, like, was it like tough? Dude, honestly, man, me, our Muslims were like one, you know, we did not, we didn't really care about that, you know? Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, we've always lived together. Like, you know, like all, most of my friends were Muslims, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so we had a good relationship. Growing up there was awesome. You know, mm. the food is great. I miss the food there. Cause you'll never, I mean, a lot of Middle Eastern food places here, but you yeah. never, taste yeah like food, authentic you know? yeah good food. yeah i know yeah. you guys eat good man y'all be cooking yeah. it up <laughs> um and honestly man like a lot of ask well, it's kind of funny when i first moved here people mm -hmm. asked me if i had a camel and i was like dude i've never seen a camel in my whole life I guess <laughs> wow that's, 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 that's kind of yeah, messed yeah, up yeah, dude, they <laughs> yeah so i, I know dude, i've heard it all uh, but honestly, it. yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I don't blame anybody because yeah. nobody knows. Like, honestly, yeah. this is what the media shows you. So yeah, that's very true. That's what you know. And honestly, like, a lot of people, like, you know, are interested about where I lived, you know, or like how I lived, you know, mm -hmm. like, uh, did I live in a tent or did I have a home, you know, or mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Interesting. A lot of people take it in a bad way. But honestly, man, I mean, these people really do not know. And I just wanted to share it with everyone that, you know, like living there is like living here. It was exactly the same. You know, I had a phone and... Uh, I used to do sports and I used to watch TV and I was, yeah. you know, like I, I was doing the same thing. I had friends. Yeah, you know, yeah. So like in the normal. neighborhood type style, like though, did you live like in a city or were okay, you in so like... Okay, so the neighborhood I lived... you say exactly like here, I'm like, it wasn't, I don't want to no, say no, it was like, like suburban. I'm, I'm, you know no, what I mean? No, I'm no, trying definitely. to get a visual yeah. So I actually too. lived in a city. Okay. Mm. Um, so uh, uh, I lived in a city, but where I lived, the uh, neighborhood that I lived in, it was a 1,700 years old uh, neighborhood. Oh, so the house I was living in, it was not literally 900 years old house. Oh my god! Yeah. So, uh, but this is normal. This is how it is there. If yeah. you guys like actually go on uh, Google and mm -hmm. Google like Damascus homes, you'll see all the homes are like hundreds and hundreds of years, you mm -hmm. know. And what people do is just kind of fix them and just live in them, you know. Oh, and yeah. uh, they're kind of cool. Like you know, they have like we don't have a backyard or front yard. We have a middle yard. You know, like it's like a court. Oh, like you a know, courtyard. yeah, That's it's a courtyard. So, so yeah, sick. and all the rooms are around it. Mm. So um, some houses, if you're like a little rich, you get like uh, you know two stories. If you're okay, you get one story. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, so I like awesome. that and, style yeah. of having a like a courtyard yeah. in the middle that kind of opens up to all the different yeah. rooms. Mm -hmm. of the it's kind of funny because if I want to go from my room to the kitchen, I have to go outside. Mm -hmm. to like, There's you no know, way to go like, around no, through the other. No, because other than that, you'll actually go into other rooms. Mm. You know, so like you have to go outside. So if it's raining, mm -hmm. you literally gotta go walk. Out. Like let's say you want to go to the restroom, you have to walk outside in the rain. To, yeah, yeah, know, that's a different style of living. Uh, we went to La Paz, Mexico. La Paz, yeah. Uh, I want to say like a few months back now, if I remember correctly. It was like midsummer, right? Yeah, but the Airbnb we got over there yeah. was like that it, that house over there had that layout the rooms were separated in yeah. this case all separated the only way you could get to them is by going outside to this courtyard and then going to somewhere else yeah. like the kitchen the bathroom well because whatnot. i don't know if you guys know but like uh mexico was occupied by spain and spain mm. was occupied by the arabs for a long time so a lot of mm. the buildings are like you know um like Arab style, like yeah. it's uh, Arabs influenced. I did not know that. Yeah, so like yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like so that's why saying that it even like Spanish, like you know, like a lot of a lot of words in Spanish, they're yeah. Arabic. Like yeah. 
I don't know much of Spanish, but I know like pantalones. It's an yeah, it's an Arabic word for pantalon. That's what we use. It means jeans. Wow, that's yeah, so true. Yeah, so like there was a lot of stuff like, you oh, know, yeah. it's it's so influent. Like Spain yeah. is really, like, I mean, I think the uh, the Arabs occupied it for like 200 years or something. Wow. Yeah. Dang. So that's why, yeah, even if you go to Spain, if you go like uh, to Sevilla, yeah. most of the buildings Sevilla. are, yeah. yeah. So most, is that how you say it? Sevilla. Sevilla? I, I thought yeah. it was Sevilla. Uh, most of the buildings are uh, Arab influenced, so. Yeah. Do you have a lot of pride in your culture and oh, your home yeah, and do, stuff man. like that? Yeah, no, definitely. Cool. I'm proud of, I mean, I'm proud to be Syrian, you know? Yeah. When I first came here, I met a lot of my friends. They were Arab, but they don't say that to anyone. And I was like, why, dude? Like, what's wrong with that, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, this is who I am. Why would I hide it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. A lot of people tell me, like, right now I'm very Americanized, but I, I just, you know, I'm trying to kind of, like, uh, get used to this, you know? Yeah, like, like I feel acclimate yeah acclimate to, the, to this, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay, so and, you've uh, been here since nineteen. Yeah. Okay, how, how old are you right now? Twenty nine. Okay, so yeah. it's like been a solid ten years then. Yeah, solid ten years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And do you feel like there's some days you're still kind of accl- trying to acclimate to the environment here? I uh, know, honestly, man, I feel like I'm doing good. You know, uh, I don't have to do anything else, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing me right now. Yeah, I feel you that. Know? I feel you that. You know, yeah. like I don't, I don't feel like uh, I have to work extra hard to be uh, like to fit in you know yeah yeah like i'm doing my thing you know i have mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of friends and i have a successful job and i'm going to school i'm doing this i'm doing that just like i told you mm-hmm. like i told you like i've been working on my bucket list you know yeah so i've done everything i need to do and now i'm just living my life to the fullest you know that's what i need to do like i'm done trying to fit in i'm done trying to do anything i'm just doing me now you know yeah was there like a turning point that you had when you like realized i'm done trying to fit in i'm done trying to do all this and within the first be... like five years that's for sure like at the beginning man like it was tough because when i came here i did not speak any english mm. so it was can't really even hard. imagine that man. yeah and i was 19 years old so in my head i was like i'll never be able to speak english you know like it's you know being 19 is a little old yeah and to learn a different language oh yeah uh but yeah man like i went to school right away and uh, i met a lot of cool people uh, luckily they helped me. I was telling you about James, like that guy helped me a lot to speak English, you know, and they were patient and that was awesome, man. Like all you, I mean, people who will help you if you really need that help and yeah. if you really ask for it, yeah. you know, um, just all you need to do, just listen and learn and, uh, practice and, and that's it. And, you know, once I became like, uh, once I started speaking English more and more, mm-hmm. like I, you know, I started like going out and, uh, meet friends and, learned a lot of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff I do right now, I learned because of, um, you know, talking to other people, you mm-hmm. know, like, I mean, the first time I went snowboarding, it was uh, one of my buddies, his name is Alex. Um, he was one of the people who actually helped me speak English the way I speak it right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and he took me snowboarding for the first time ever. And I've been going since like, you know, every, every season since then, you know? Dang, so, so a lot cool. of, a lot of other stuff, you know, like I have one of my buddies, his name is Spencer. He taught me like, you know, he's been skydiving. So I was like, dude, I want to skydive too. So I've That's been doing sick. it since then. And actually I just yeah. got my B license. So oh, now I can jump off of helicopters, like, uh, oh, uh damn. yeah, Holy air balloons. Crap. So it's a, uh, it's kind of a lot of cool stuff, you know? Yeah. You know? So oh, uh, you just gotta man. be open and, um, and that's it, man. I honestly like, I was listening to uh, Jesus' podcast and he was like saying like how he tried to fit in like Uh all this kind of stuff, man. Mm -hmm. But you do that for the beginning, you know, just kind of like, you know, this is the culture, this is where you live right now. You got to be part of it. Hmm. But then after that, man, like, 
that's it. You just do you. Mm-hmm. You're kind of you know? done trying to do that. Yeah. I totally understand mm-hmm. that. I think being dumped into a new environment, I think naturally as you're trying to figure out your environment, you are trying to, to, fit, in. to fit into it, whatever yeah. that, whatever place that is. And I yeah. think it's really cool though once you get past that. And I think even young adults who grew up or grow up here in America are trying to find their place and how they fit in exactly. and who they are. And I think it's a really cool turning point. It's like yeah. a coming of age thing where you just decide that I – I'm going to now influence the culture around me. Like I have seen enough. I learned enough. I kind of know where I can step in, Mm -hmm. but now I get an opportunity to actually be myself. And then I'm influencing the culture here in the, you know, the environment and what I'm in. That's I like that. I like that a lot. Definitely, man. And I totally agree. Cause that's why, like right now, when you told me like, uh, I mean, I now I actually, if I have a pride of where I came from. Yeah, of course. And I want people to know where I came from, you know, Mm -hmm. cause a lot of people just, I told you like, they don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't know about where I came from. They think, like, I lived in the freaking desert, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, now I can, because, you know, I can speak the language and I can, like, put my point across. I can actually explain to people, like, the way I lived back home, you know? And uh, mm-hmm. now people have, like, better understanding of what mm-hmm. it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. When I was asking about the pride thing is I was kind of maybe like, what sort of things are you proud about that is, like, I'm Syrian. Like, this is what I love about my culture and my home definitely like, man. what are some of those things because i don't so, really know a lot about the culture it's yeah gonna... so i mean as i was telling you like uh telling you um we have war right now we have yeah. a civil war uh a lot of people uh are killing each other i lost a lot of my friends you know a okay. lot of people are against the government a lot of people are with the government uh but a lot of people don't know like they all blame bashar al-assad which is our president you know i came from there and he was president for seven years when i was there okay Mm-hmm. That guy is one of the best presidents we've ever had. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and what makes me proud that other countries are trying, they have been trying to destroy Syria for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to put the government down. They were trying to uh, take over Syria. But the only reason why this is not happening, because the people there love each other, love the government, and they're sticking together mm-hmm. to, keep, to keep our culture intact. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like you'll see other countries like Iraq, you know, like Iraq was destroyed within one year. OK, you look at Libya, it was destroyed within three hours. You know, you look at uh, like Egypt it was destroyed within like five months. But Syria, the war has been there. Ha- it's been happening for nine years. And people are still living their life like nothing happening, mm-hmm. you know. So that's what I'm proud of. Like our Syrians were like. Man, we're tough motherfuckers. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're tough. Like we're tough, man. And uh, we just like we all like live together. Like I was telling you, like uh, it doesn't matter who you are. Like we had Kurdish. If you're Kurdish or if you're uh, Muslim or if you're Christian, like we all like we all live together and we all share one thing that we're Syrians and we gotta protect our country. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. So actually, that's another thing. Like you know, when I came here, like. I felt guilty for a while because I wasn't with my friends fighting for my country. Mm. You know, mm. uh, that was tough. Were you involved Listen. with like some like the military? I wasn't. No, I wasn't involved. But over there, like you have to, like you know, right here, you kind of go and you want to become in the military, mm-hmm. and you just uh, go and become in, in the military. Yeah. Over there, you have to serve your country. Oh yeah, it's yeah, much it's more like, voluntary yeah. over here. Yeah. You have to of, serve your country yeah, over, over there. Yeah, yeah, you have to oh, go there. Yeah. Wow. So what does that mean? So like after high school, like there's uh, two choices: you either go to college. And then go and serve your country after as an officer, or you can go and do your four years and then go back to college. So you have to serve for four you years. Have to, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Dang, that there's that's not a bad thing. Actually, no, I don't think it? so. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a. I mean, you're doing your duty, you know, like and here I, our duty to pay our taxes. So, you know, 90% of it goes to the military, but over yeah. there you just go and serve your military and that's it. Yeah. And back in the days there was no war, you know? Yeah. Like the, the war is just new. Yeah. Yeah. Know, nine years ago. Definitely. I yeah. know of a, um, I can think back on a UFC fighter, his name, they call him the Korean zombie. Mm -hmm. He had to leave the fight scene all of a sudden because he had to go back home. I think it was South Korean. Obviously, yeah. actually, now that I think about that, <laughs> like, yeah, of course he's South Korean. Yeah. Um, but he had to go back home and serve his country, and then he came back to the octagon and started fighting again. Yeah. But I, I it, you, you said that, and I was like, I bet you a lot of countries operate they in do that, that sense where they're like, hey, serve your country in a certain yeah. way. Maybe not necessarily join the military, but in a certain way, yeah. there's a requirement like you need to serve the country that you're from. Yeah. Yeah. So, so did you actually go into that? I didn't because I came here. Oh, dang. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm grateful, you know, like uh, my family were extremely happy because like I'm not involved in the war. You know, as I told you, like a lot of my friends that were in the military over there, they got, you know, they pass away because of the war, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm grateful that, you know, that didn't happen to me and didn't happen to my family. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I have that guilt. Like I should have been there, you know, mm -hmm. like I should have been fighting right next to my fa like friends and family to protect my own country yeah you know but the only thing i i can do right now is just be here and uh, tell people about like how awesome my country is yeah that's how i can that's the only thing i can do at the moment you know and uh yeah that's that's where my pride come from cool. that's yeah. definitely something that would instill pride in people yeah. i totally understand the correlation between yeah. the duty to serve your country i think people would mm -hmm. be a lot more proud of just the country of america as a whole if I was required out of school to recognize like what I was here fighting mm -hmm. for, defending and all that stuff, I think some people are a little bit naive to that and kind of take it for granted. So it's an, it's an interesting respect that and pride that you gain, I think, from being forced, for lack of yeah. a better word, to serve your country. Yeah, I mean, like, again, it's, uh, it's not being forced, it's just it's a duty. Yeah, it's a duty. It sounds better, but at the yeah. same time, you are forced to do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, right? d definitely. But again, like, this is your duty as Syrian. Yeah, know, I like think I think you see it like as like more of like a um, because we, obviously we don't come from definitely that. yeah. So you see it as like almost it's like honorable. It's like of course I will serve. Yeah, I'm Syrian and this is my country. Of course I will do this. You know, it, it it's much more rooted in honor and and duty. Yeah, is what you're saying. But I you know, so. like I see where you guys come from mm -hmm. as like force. But like I mean, we're forced to do a lot of things here. You know, I mean, like oh, yeah. paying taxes. You know, yeah. uh, I mean taxes. Here's the thing. Taxes are good if they're going for the good cause. Most of our taxes going for really bad cause. Mm. And uh, I don't want to keep talking about this kind of stuff. I know, I mean, I'm forced to pay taxes. I'm yeah. forced to work my ass off so I can, you know, like I can live comfortably here, you know? Yeah. In other countries, people like used to work like 40 hours a week and then they spend the weekends with their family and they're living comfortably. Here we have to work our asses off so we can just survive. Yeah. And this is, I mean, like right here, if you're in the middle class, like you're the poor one if you're poor you get a lot of help from the government but if you're in the middle class you're screwed oh. if you're rich you're getting richer this yeah. is the only country that operates like that mm -hmm. you know and, and i who, bet you see it that way you, i no, bet you totally yeah. see it that way coming from a different country and spending the years that you spent in a different country outside of the united states you come here and you're probably like what the heck yeah i mean like honestly a lot of people like when i came here i was like okay this is america it's the land of free like i'm, I'm this is where the dream the american dream Okay. Mm -hmm. I remember when I got my citizenship, this is what they told us word by word. They told us 
the American people don't know the American dreams, but you guys do. You know, so I was like, damn, this is like, I'm going to live the American dream. I'm going to be, you know, working a little bit, have a family, be able to afford my family and do all the things I, I love to do. But like when I started, you know, like, you know, right now I, I want to get married. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so holy shit, how expensive that is. Mm. Like if I want to live, <laughs> if I want like now, if, as I told you, I'm in the middle class. So I don't get, you know, I don't get um, uh, uh, health insurance. So I have to pay for that. Mm. I can't even afford that. You know, I want to buy a car. I can't even afford the gas. And if you don't have a car, you can't go anywhere. You can't even go to work. So like all this kind of stuff like add up. And now you're working your ass off for nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not saving money. You're not able to save for your uh, future family or for your kids to go to school. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you have to let them go and do it on their own and get all these loans. So it's like I came here to live the American dream, but here yet like I'm, I'm working my ass off just to pay everything mm -hmm. for nothing you yeah. know what i'm saying i, I see what you're saying that's yeah. a pretty crazy perspective um because i mean it makes sense like yeah. it's a cra it it's crazy to be like to hear that yeah. from an outside yeah uh you know perspective that i've never really thought about it like that at all but dude like honestly it's a good perspective for, for me to hear yeah and for other people to hear and i know it's like a pretty heavy topic but i think that's yeah. what we like to talk about on our podcast yeah. no, no, definitely yeah. definitely uh again i mean you're still living the American dream, man. I have a beautiful, uh, uh, you know, girl to go home to. And I got a beautiful family that mm -hmm. support me with whatever I do and great friends, you know, and I get to do stuff like this. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm living the American dream. Man. Yeah, there, I, it's, there, that's the thing. Yeah, and that's not to take away the opportunity that this land gives us. Oh, man. Like oh, definitely, this, man. The opportunity here is so, it's such a blessing and it's so worthwhile. I would not trade it for anything definitely man that's what we tra that's why i travel like at three thousand miles to come here yeah. you know and this is where i am this is where i'm living and uh, mm -hmm. yeah that's that's uh i agree with you and yeah, even our middle class is like very well off so as much yeah. hard as we have to work to be in like the middle class america like mm -hmm. it's it's good yeah, like man. what you're you're getting from it you know what i mean oh, definitely i mean again i'm not complaining or no, at any means but uh it just uh it's just uh hard to see like how people work so so much mm -hmm. for nothing yeah you know, almost nothing yeah you know like we're all waiting to get to 65 and retire and start getting like you know social security money and right live the happy life but why do i have to wait all the way till 65 yeah why can't i just live it right now yeah i think well, maybe yeah. we should be able to choose to pay into some of that kind of stuff huh? i mean i mean i mean I don't know. I mean, I don't know statistics or anything, but how much money does it go to the, uh, does it like, you know, how much of the tax money goes to the military? I have like a huge chunk of it. I have no idea. Really? I don't know. I need I have no it's idea. Kind of, I it's kind I of mean, naive of me and I feel yeah. kind of silly admitting that I really I mean, don't like, know. It's, okay. You're a teacher, high school teacher. Yeah. Do you guys get, I mean, like paid a lot to teach the, do you think you, do you think you get like enough pay for what you do? I think I get paid a fair amount. I, there's things that I would complain that it's like, I wish I could, I wish my, my job was performance-based where yeah. I have no incentive to work harder because I'm just going to move up the pay scale every year. Yeah. Just go like up another notch. And then you get to notch. that 10 years, and right? Then, well, no, you get 10 year 
It's what's not. Was that ten years? I always thought it was the yeah, same. What the hell was that then? <laughs> when I found that out, it's tenure. It's T E N U R E. Oh, what? Tenure. <laughs> that's mind blowing. Actually, funny. I literally thought something else of what they were saying. I'm like, what's tenure? For some reason, yeah, I thought about. When I was a kid, I always thought it was tenure. Yeah. After, after you've been working for ten years, yeah. then you're secure. No, dude, they give you tenure after two years. That's yeah, funny. yeah, actually, tenure. That's hilarious. Tenure. Yeah. It's like I had no idea. I never knew what it was too. I was like, what's yeah. tenure? I it's just don't unionized. You're part of the union and you're protected. They can't just fire you because they don't like you well that's nice i mean actually what i meant it's not like what you're getting paid like is our education getting money going money, into yeah. stuff um yeah. i don't know man. do you think we can do better yeah obviously do you think we were able to do better our government able to do the better Ooh, if the right people were in the right places and it's just it the school system has just gotten very political yeah a lot of selfish people and yeah. you know like dude here's the funniest story okay like this is i don't know i, I this is crack me up you know the whole like summer savers program that Edison is doing right now, mm-hmm. where you uh, can actually, like sign up for the air conditioning to be shut off for like random spurts of time. Oh really? I yeah. didn't know that, but go ahead. that's a yeah, thing. Yeah. So Edison will do it. They'll they'll cut your bill down so you pay less for electricity, mm-hmm. but they can shut off your AC like in like high times when like when everyone's using AC and like the electric, they need more power to be redirected to certain areas. Okay, Lake Elsinore Unified School District signed up for this, and <laughs> this came out in the email. It said. That like the air conditioning has been shut off for it was like got shut off at like a scheduled shutdown starting at one p.m. in the afternoon, everywhere except for offices and multi-purpose rooms. Oh, that's not fair. You know who signed that paperwork? Someone in an office. The principal. You know who's not in the principal? Someone at the district office. The district office is sitting in their AC while all the kids and the teachers are sweating in the classrooms. Uh, yeah, that's that crazy, pissed me dude, off, dude. Definitely. That's someone crazy. someone was just some rich white dude just signed it and said oh sure we'll save some money on this while our kids and teachers sweat in the classrooms while i keep my air conditioning on in that afternoon he's like i'm not in the classroom anyways that's crazy dude that's ridiculous but you know that's what's uh that's the benefit of being in the power yeah yeah and you so any, anyways i don't, I don't want to be like <laughs> Very i lose my job they come I, after me right now yeah. they're like hey uh, don't that's say crazy, that man. that's crazy hey, that's stop. unfair dude yeah <laughs> i gotta beep out dude i do not work at lake elsinore unified school district here we go Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Oh let them know dude i'm gonna that's i'm gonna start calling unionized, out some people. bro i'm unionized yeah. come get me yeah. i'm gonna start calling out some people too dude <laughs> wait do you have to be in a union to call people out because i want to call people out <laughs> yeah you can be in a Ten union look at martha. we have our own union <laughs> here we go look, martha the blank with friends union bro they can't do anything to you go. that's right they probably just won't be your friend anymore but <laughs> yeah they probably won't come on this podcast but <laughs> oh my goodness yeah that's so, crazy, tell me more about your life like here like what are you like what are your kind of goals and passions? Because I mean, because like you said, you were like, "Wow, I'm really here now, American yeah. Dream." Like, what is, what are some of the things that you strive for and, and really want to well, be and, and do uh, in this this world? Definitely, man. Well, I mean, um, I'm a huge fan of uh, family. I'm a family guy. I consider myself a family guy. So mm-hmm. I definitely want to have a family. Um, How many kids? Probably two or three. Right on. You know? Yeah. I want four. Enough. Four? Yeah. That's you said that as if you were going to say a lot. I was like, I want four. Why four, man? <laughs> Um, like, what's I feel like four is like it's a lot. It's an even number, but it's an odd number to have in four kids. You know? Really? I don't know. Uh, it's a lot of kids. It's uh, I, I mean, it's like that between you know, three is good, but four like okay, that's a lot. It's like might as well go to five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, why stop? Just keep having. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome, it's, man. It's just not to rob your story, but I'll just make this just quick interjection. It's just because I came from a family four. Oh, okay. Four, so three Fair other enough. brothers, so four of us together. You see, I mean, right. now I'm thinking about it. I came from family of three, so that makes sense. Yeah, right. So, there okay, you go. Cool. Ooh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, uh, three kids are, will be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, 
I want to travel the world. I've been traveling for a long time. I've been to a lot of places and I just want to keep on traveling, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, other than that, um, I want to, I just started skydiving as I told you guys, like I've been skydiving for a year and, uh, I think this is going to be my new sport. Yeah. So, uh, I, I want to do that. I want to try you it. You should, you should. A lot of people are scared of it, but it's yeah. actually the safest sport you'll ever do. What do they compare it to? They always compare all the, the things that are really dangerous. Yeah. They compare it to like sharks. Well, like technically you're more likely to get eaten by a shark than you are to like die in a skydiving no, accident. Definitely, man. You know? I mean, a lot of people are scared. Oh, like, it's kind of funny. Like they always think that the parachute is not going to open. The parachute will open. And if it doesn't open, <laughs> there's a second one, dude. And if the second one doesn't open, then you deserve to die. It's like, like, there's something that you like, did. You know, you know, like, I mean, honestly, like, holy, I mean, it, it's super safe. It's super safe, yeah, you know? Yeah. And let's say, like, a, a lot of times, like, you know, when you jump with a lot of people, you'll get that crazy person that do stupid things and actually affects other person. Like, I mean, one time I got hit by uh, in the head um, uh, because some dude just literally pushed me off of the uh, uh, the plane, you know? And I hit the railing. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah, dude. I mean, um, kind of, like, was dizzy for a little bit, okay? Dude. But then I got, I got like, my con – well, I, I don't – I'm thinking like I lost my consciousness, but like for it was like I, I could feel dizziness. You got you know? your like equilibrium. I was in back. the air. I was in the air like dizzy as hell, you yeah. know. But then if let's say that happened, you did not. You weren't like you know. You didn't regain your consciousness. Mm -hmm. There was a device. It's called ADD. Mm -hmm. It fires at a certain altitude and certain speed, and that will save you. You know, it'll open the parachute by itself. No matter oh, what. Damn. So if yeah. you like passed out or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like so it doesn't matter what. Th that's what it's made for. So like for any reason you can't pull your own parachute. Yeah, you can't. That device will. That device will open. Uh, you know, just uh, um, deploy the parachute for you. That's what, so cool. What, what is the love that you have for that? Like what? Dude, what the was freedom. It? The first time Absolute you did it? freedom. Wow, I like that. I mean, a lot. I can't honestly, bro. It, it doesn't matter how shitty of a day you're having. Once you're once you're in the air, dude. That's the only thing you think about. Yeah, you know, once you open the parachute and st start gliding down the, to the to the ground, dude, like the view is incredible, you know. Like I literally oh, I like it. like it's kind of funny because literally every single time, like I don't know why I do that, but like every time I open my par parachute and like, uh, you know, like everything is good and start like gliding down, like I start praying. Yeah. Dude, I'll, I I pray like I, I all the time. I'll be like, God, thank you. Like I mean, yeah. thank you for the life you're giving me. Yeah. You know. Uh. Because, dude, honestly, a lot of people are scared of doing it. Yeah. There's only 25,000 people that are licensed here. Wow. And, you know, and in the U.S. Oh, yeah, really? In the U.S., to only 25,000 people are regular jumpers. Dang. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And I'm part of those 25,000 people. Like, yeah. it makes me feel dude, like, that's so yeah, sick. That, you know, like those only 0. 0.0, <laughs> only, only one in the 10,000 people jump out of the, out of the uh, perfectly uh, good airplane, you know? Yeah. It's probably so, mine because it's so perfect. You know? yeah. like, this is good. Awesome, Why do I have man. to leave this? <laughs> you only need to do it once. You only need to do it once. I bet you if yeah. I did it, because I like extreme sports. Yeah. I like the snowboard. I like the paintball. All the extreme sports, contact sports. I like all that. Yeah. I bet you if I did, I would fall in love with no, it. No, dude. It's amazing. Again, like with friends, jumps out of a plane, dude. Let's go. Wow. Yeah, dude, you guys shoot. Hell wow. yeah, dude. Let's go. All of us. Let's <laughs> all go. Of us. I'm, I'm honestly dude, down. I'll jump with you guys. I'm yeah. not even joking. I'm scared. Are you? <laughs> yes, I'm scared. Dude, I mean, bro, I was scared too. You know? Yeah. But. I think the scariest part is, is like literally like going descend. up. Yeah. yeah. Like going and being in the plane and just uh just like you're like only six thousand feet 
above the ground and it'll be like is it time yet and it'll be like no we're only halfway yeah and this is like at that moment it'll be like holy shit i'm about to jump from a thirteen thousand <laughs> yeah, yeah. feet yeah. dude yeah yeah you it, know I, it's the anticipation that would kill me oh, not yeah. necessarily kill me i'm pretty composed under pressure i feel yeah but it would still get to me i and mean like, that's ah. normal dude that's normal yeah that's absolutely normal and this is the cool thing about it you know there's like that fine line between fear and awesomeness yes and then once you're on the edge of that plane and look down and you see the ground it'll be like oh my fucking god i'm really yeah. doing this yeah. right and then like you're so like you're afraid you're oh, scared really? yeah. and you're shaking right yeah. and like in your head like you're thinking like why am i here you know why am i doing <laughs> why this why did right? i do this again Seriously. and then dude they you know at one two and you jump dude and that becomes like the best thing you've ever done yeah you're like oh. you forget about the fear and just just enjoy it it's freedom right now dude stop this right now turn the mics yeah, dude, right it's, it's absolute freedom man and Damn. i mean like i've been also i've been like in the extreme sports for a long time i've done yeah. everything and by far this is the safest thing i've done wow you know yeah. it's literally the safest thing i've done dang how often yeah. do you go I try because I'm in school all the time and if I'm not working, I try to go at least once a month, uh, once a month. Cause mm -hmm. like, if you don't go once a month, then you have to do a recurrency. So that means you have to pay another $300 so you can jump with the coach. Mm. Um, so like, I don't want to pay that $300 all the time right now. I just pay $25 for every jump. Oh, that's so yeah. affordable. Yeah. So if you guys would, uh, let's say you guys want to go, you'll pay about 150 because you're actually attached to someone. Yeah. But then after that, when you get your license to get your t license, about like $3,000. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's for the first 25 jumps. And then uh, after that, it'll become $25. So you've jumped out of a plane more times than you can count, or what? No, I've, I mean, right now I've had, uh, I have about 40, 46 jumps. What the frick? Yeah. You say that as if that's not a lot. Well, that's I mean, it's, a lot. it's really not. No, no, it's really not. I mean, Once I know. Once you have a license, me, I mean, that's probably me, not that much. Me and oh, this guy started at the same time. Me and this guy started at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, I started last December. Yeah. And uh, this so guy like already had over a year ago, or last December, yeah, about like or almost about, a year, like almost a year, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, it hasn't been a year. So uh, he already has like over a hundred jumps, dude. Dang. Yeah, he got like his C, li uh, C no C license to hundred. He finished his B license, and now he just like jumping towards his C license. So there's like a bunch of licenses. So I have A, I just got the B, and then there's a C. Uh -huh. The C you can uh, have a camera attached to your. Uh, uh, to your helmet because right now i can't jump with a camera you need 200 that? jumps it's just safety issues because sometimes there's something called the uh, pilot shoot this is what you actually pull uh so um a lot of time it gets tangled mm -hmm. and like having camera on your helmet if it gets tangled you're screwed you know uh so yeah. this is just a lot of safety issues yeah yeah but wouldn't uh, the add deploy at that point uh, no dude if you pull the uh, uh so that's the bad thing about it let's say you pull the uh the add only fires when the main parachute is not open not firing yeah uh-huh so uh, if the main parachute is open then the add already you know discone got disconnected uh -huh. because you opened the main parachute yeah but uh let's say the main parachute doesn't open for any reason let's say you pulled the chute and it get tangled yeah. But the ADD recognizes it as you open the parachute, yeah. so it doesn't fire. Oh, so dang. then after that, you have to do something called cutaway. But the problem with the cutaway, if the it's gonna be, it's very very complicated, man. Like uh, I want to hear this though. Go, go for it, dude. It's so I'm, I'm curious what this process. Okay, is like. so you got the rig. The rig is what people call it, parachute. And this rig, you got the main uh, uh, parachute. Mm -hmm. That's the one you use all the time. Mm -hmm. And then uh, on top of it, you got reserve parachute. Mm -hmm. And the reserve parachute, that's for only like emergency. Sure. problems yeah. okay and then after that 
there is like this little, uh, they call it pilot chute. So what you do, you pull, when you see like when people like pull the parachute, right? Mm -hmm. They're actually not pulling the actual, the main parachute. They're pulling something called pilot chute. Mm -hmm. This pilot chute gets inflamed with, uh, inflamed with air and then it pulls the main parachute. Make sense? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a device to pull the main parachute. It's out. not. It's more like yeah, sure. It's a device. Okay. Yeah. So uh, once it gets filled filled with air, it will pull the actual parachute, and then the parachute is inside the bag, and then like uh, it's mechanic. You know, with the air, the it will start like you know. There's a lot of uh, lines. You know, the parachute lines. Mm -hmm. Usually they're t uh, you know like kind of like all together and then they get entangled and that's how the parachute opens mm -hmm. but let's say the add right mm -hmm. um once you once you actually open the pilot chute the add disconnect because you know they don't i mean it's just a device that once you open that like once you pull the parachute that means the parachute is open mm -hmm. okay they don't even think of other like you know it's that i mean it's an old technology so it doesn't think like oh okay maybe it did not open fully mm -hmm. okay so that's why it shuts off mm -hmm. because okay and they're like you know the the device says oh okay you open the parachute you're safe yeah because it's a two-step process yeah pull the pilot chute pilot chute deploys and that has a responsibility yeah. of pulling the main parachute mm -hmm. but if the pilot chute deploys but doesn't pull the main parachute yep. out, the ADD won't recognize that. I oh, see, man, you're already a skydiver. Yeah, Get him his license. Say, here we go, let's go, man. <laughs> right yeah, actually, right yeah, yeah, good. So you can explain it a lot better than I am. But yeah, dude, it's super safe. Everybody everybody should do it. I'm trying to get my mom and dad to do it. Oh, man. Is there like an yeah. age, though, at which it's not smart to do? Uh, like dude, honestly, okay, so I, I actually jumped with this guy. He was 81 years old. As long as you're healthy, you don't have any heart problems, you don't Dang. have any mental problems, you're good to jump. Dude. He's all, he's all that. Now, mind you, that was his last jump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, like, reach you, 82. 80, he passed imagine, out. Imagine like jumping at 80. Imagine doing any sport at 81 years old. Yes. Like, how That's awesome impressive is that? Hell, right? Yeah. Right. Crazy, crazy. That's so cool. Yeah. I like how they call it a sport too. Well, it is a sport. It, it did. Like, I did. It, to me, it's never yeah. been viewed as a sport in my mind. I just never considered that a sport mm -hmm. for whatever reason. But what about chess, dude? Do you do you consider chess? Yeah, a sport? actually, actually, you know, funny. It's kind of ironic you bring that up. I've been watching chess videos a lot of this grandmaster. Oh man, what's wrong with you? That's like, hey, dude, that's it's so boring, interesting. Bro. It's so interesting. It's strategic. Really? I like strategic things. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a computer programmer, bro. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm attracted to that stuff. So yeah, yeah. I've been You're attracted watching. to me too, right? Yeah. But that has nothing to do with computers. Oh, sorry, my bad. That, that roommate <laughs> love, dude. That roommate no, love. But yeah, yeah. That roommate loves a real thing, dude. Yeah. But yeah, I, I watch chess uh, videos. That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So yeah. So you're a good chess player? No. Really? You're not. <laughs> I'm okay. I know the mechanics, but I don't actively look into strategies and yeah. try to better my game. I used to be good when I was a kid, man. I used to play. My dad taught me how to play when I was little, and I used oh, really? to play all the time. Yeah. Cool. I never dude, really... dude, that's so cool that you are into skydiving. I yeah. never knew that. I think yeah. I've known, like, we've been, like, I, like you know, like, I've seen you around mm -hmm. places and whatnot. It's been, like, over a year. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I never knew you were a skydiver. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, uh, a lot of people don't know that about me, yeah. you know? Just, like, I don't really, I mean, whenever I go, I try to post something about it, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's cool. You what? should actually, what go was ahead. that, man? I was going to say, what's your favorite part? Is it the part when you're, like, as you said, it was just, like, kind of like a moment of prayer and recognition and appreciation yeah. when you're kind of gliding. Do you enjoy that more or the free fall portion in the beginning? More? I enjoy both actually. Uh, now, like I'm still considered like, even though with those 43 jumps, mm -hmm. I'm still considered like a beginner, you know, mm -hmm. there's just a lot into the sport. Mm -hmm. So right now I consider my, like I'm a belly flyer. So I, you know, this is the basic jump. Like when you're, uh, you know, when you're in the air free fall, there's like, 
belly fly, which is beginners, and then which after is just that, like open, just like, like yeah, chest just out, like the most stabilized position. Belly so that's to the, the floor. Yeah, belly to the floor. So you're going around 125 to almost 140 miles per hour. Oh, oh my gosh. And then after that, you got <laughs> back flying. That's what you learn. It's about the same, okay? Mm. And then you go into like a, um, a sitting. So you're actually sitting. Your legs are down. This is now you're traveling about 170. And then the coolest thing is head down. Oh, my god! Head down. Rip, huh? You're basically a bullet. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're pretty much, you know? Uh, so, uh, so that's what I'm trying to do. Okay, yeah. so belly fly. I mean, b- belly flying. I mean, when I used to do solos, it was just boring. Honestly, mm-hmm. you're just alone, just like you know. Solos, yeah. Just solos, just like yeah. You're just like and there, just kind of like yeah. Waiting, just huh? exactly yeah. I was like just watching my you know altitude. That was it. But when I started jumping with other people, it became really you know fun. Mm-hmm. But now I just can't wait till I start like doing all these crazy stuff like tracking. I mean, my goal is to get to uh, wingsuit. That's just oh, to be able to jump yeah. and do a wingsuit. Wing yeah, I, like I would that. never, I would never do it from a, I would never do it from a cliff. Oh my but oh. I would do it from an airplane. Really? But a cliff, oh, okay. I would not. Dude, there's too the, much of a risk. There's too much of a risk. Dude, so I see cool. those videos when I watch that stuff. I'm like, yeah. no freaking yeah, way. Dude. Amazing, huh? Like it's amazing. Like the amount of, like they travel really fast. Like I'm talking oh, about yeah. 170, almost 200 miles it's per like hour, whipping past huge yeah, boulders yeah. and just. I'm and I mean, but they have so much control. You know, and that's where the problem happens. When you have that much control, you want to do bigger stuff. You oh, feel yeah. the power, True. you know, bit, huh? and that's how they die. True. You know, and also like, you know how I was telling you, like, there's two parachutes and, you know, yeah. if the first one doesn't open, like you have a second one. If the first one doesn't open here, you're screwed. That's it. You're dead. They only have one? Yeah, they only have one. Dang. It's a different kind of parachute they use. Uh, mm. uh, that parachute opens a lot faster and a lot quicker than the... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I saw this one guy, because uh, there was a moment in time back in the day, me and my cousin were really into just watching videos mm-hmm. of wing parachuters or whatever. Yeah. Uh, wing suiters, I forget what you said. But basically, I always thought there were squirrels, like flying squirrels or the mm-hmm. sugar, whatever they're called. Yeah, because yeah. they look like it, right? It's yeah. exactly yeah. like it, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I remember a video I was watching where I – actually, I saw two videos. One guy hit a bridge. Oh. Obviously, he died. Yeah. You know, very, very sad. I think um, I saw that video or yeah. heard about that. It's a famous video. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it is a famous video. Yeah, I, I think In it's that, French, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know. Was I there two guys or something? Like there was – I don't know. But in that realm of in, sure. in that sport, yeah. that's very famous. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he hit a bridge, and I was like, dang, that's insane. Like, that's very dangerous. And then also another guy broke his legs because he probably he probably opened his shoe. I want to say – I'm for sure going to get this wrong, but I want to say – Anywhere between 100 and 50 feet away from the ground. That's crazy, dude. And he broke his legs because he hit the ground too hard. Huh? Because That's even crazy. at that point, yeah, you, you can't. He slowed down immensely because I'm yeah. assuming the parachute just is designed to open insanely fast. Mm-hmm. But he was going so fast that even though he slowed down enough to survive and just kind of like ride the hit parachute, the- he hit the ground too yeah, hard. Broke his legs. Because that, that happens a lot with base jumping and uh, wingsuit, like from a mm. cliff. Because when you open your parachute, you don't have to be stable. Mm. So a lot of time, like, they get something called line twist. That's when you open it without being in a stable position. Mm. And let's say uh, they opened it this low, 
mm-hmm. they don't have time to react. Dang. You know? So, yeah. yeah, maybe it will get you to the ground, but you're actually, dis- like, you know, you're going fast towards yeah. the ground, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so that's why I would never do anything that has to do with like cliff jumping. Or, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying right now. Dang. I don't think my family or my future wife will let me do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm trying to get married. Yeah, no, I, no, honestly, uh, uh, I, I don't think it's, it's too much of a risk. It's not even enjoyable. You know, if you want to yeah. do that, go jump from a cliff into a water or if you want to do bungee jump. Yeah, but other yeah. than that, do you, I don't have think you bungee jumped? Like, oh yeah. Do you like uh, that? About 12 times. I love it, man. The, you know, a lot of people were scared, like jumping out of plane. They think they get that free fall. You don't even feel that dude. But you can definitely feel it from the bungee, bungee jump. jump. Yeah, that like like the gut feeling, you know. Oh, what do you okay. mean? You, you the don't gut feel that free falling? Yeah, you don't feel that on uh, when you jump from an airplane. Why not? I don't know. It's like a good Too question. I think because you float. Like I mean, uh, so oh, when floating. you jump, you're floating. Yeah, you're floating for a good minute. Dang. Yeah. So you don't really feel that. Like it's not like the. I don't know exactly how to explain it. Like I'm not hmm. really. I feel like it has a lot to do with how far away you are from, from the, the ground. ground. Yeah. So it's this perception of like I'm coming at that very quickly. Versus, like, when you're in the air for a minute, yeah. just going, you're just, like, just like so far away. Yeah. Like, there's not even any sort of... Might as well, like, just, I don't know, go on Instagram. You know what I mean? Do Legit. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Just, it's time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Interesting. There's no... Okay, another question. When I pull the shoot, mm-hmm. do you feel... Because another fear that I don't like and I feel like my body would not enjoy is when you first pull the shoot, yeah. does your body go, like... Like, yeah, it does. Like a whiplash? But you'll get used to that. No, it's not, like, that bad of a whiplash, but, yeah... Mm. Uh, Again, it all depends on how stable you are with your opening. So sometimes you get really hard opening, and sometimes you get a really nice opening. When you get a really nice opening, it just kind of opens up. It lifts you up a little bit, and then you glide down. Dang. You know? Dang, um, that's cool. Yeah. No, Bungee actually, jumping, I feel like, would have the same thing as when you get yeah. to the bottom and it you're pulls. Like, all the blood rushed to my head, and you're like, Whoa. You know, actually, I've never felt that either. No? No. I mean, personally, because, like, I, I, I feel it depends on where they, I've seen people that they put it only on the feet. That, that would probably hurt. Yeah. But the ones I had, like it's uh, like in the, like you know, right on my waist. Yeah, yeah. So it did not. It wasn't that bad. Oh, okay, I didn't know they yeah. did that. Honestly, yeah. I thought it was all feet. Yeah, no, like so, ankles. No, they. I mean, I've never done any of the yeah. feet ones. I've never had. Interesting. That, yeah. Cool. Okay, so I think that's freaking awesome, dude. I've never yeah. actually had a friend that was a skydiver yeah, ever. Um, Again, I told you one in a one in a ten thousand people here do it. Yeah, yeah dude, crazy. that's rad. Uh, and you, we live so close too yeah. to Lake Elsinore. Lake Elsinore is yeah. one of the most. Oh, well, it's like, kind of funny. I haven't jumped in Lake Elsinore yet. Isn't that one of the best jump spots Paris. though? Uh, Paris is. Paris. Paris is the one of the best uh, skydiving school in the in the world actually, and it's the one of the biggest uh, drop zones in the world. Dang, I like yeah. that drop zones. Yeah. Just dropping drop people. Drop zones. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, it's um, awesome. So, um, was this a part of uh, your bucket list? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Oh, there are what, a lot on my bucket list. What else? Way. What's your next thing that you're knocking out of your bucket list that you have your sights on? You're okay. like, I'm going to do this next. Oh d- well, um, definitely high lining. Do you guys know what high lining is? Oh, will you walk? When you walk, man, you crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I've been, I've been, I've been doing, I've been, I've been like, uh, so it's kind of funny, you know, Aaron and Jesus, right? Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. said like, hey, we need to start slacklining, and I was like, okay, guys, let's do it. You know, that was like about like three months ago. Is. Slackline is pretty much the high lining, but it's like closer it, to the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it like a bungee trees or whatever, and you kind of just walk a balance. Yeah. It. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've, I've been, tried that. It's hard, yeah, man. It's really hard, yeah. man. So uh, they were like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. And I was like, okay. So I bought one. Uh, Aaron bought one and we're like, okay, let's go. So we went once, dude, and then they quit. Lame. So I was like, every time I hit them up, hey, let's do it. They're like, nah, nah. Hey, so, Jesus, so I've been doing it alone. You're lame, dog. Yeah, he's hit me you're up. lame, bro. He never hits me up. Yeah. He never hits me up either. Stop posting uh, 
pictures of food and stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're over it. We're over it, Jesus. I'm not over it, Jesus. They look good, dude. Those Philly, <laughs> Philly cheesesteaks that you're eating right now look Ours dang really good. good. He had so two good, today, man. my that man. I'm so just good. mad I can't have them. That's why I'm <laughs> mad. That's why I don't want to see them. I'm dude, Darian bagels. asked me today, he's like, hey, do you Uber Eats? Because <laughs> yeah. I made a burger today and I yeah. posted it. And he literally asked me, like, if he could pay to have someone deliver it. Like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, for you to deliver your food to him? Yeah, he's like, do you Uber Eats? That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. So what's your next thing? So yeah, I mean, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. So like, I've been, uh, uh, I've been like doing a lot of slacklining lately. Do you just practice at like with? So I practice here, like yeah, just a park. I'll just put, you know, uh, set up my slackline and just practice, practice, practice. Wow. Yeah. So I want to. I mean, I've seen, I've seen a lot of. Uh, I I've been to Yosemite a lot. I don't know mm, if you guys have been to Yosemite. Never, dude. Dude, you I should go. go. It's the most beautiful place I've dude, ever been. Dude, I in need a freaking go. Have you been yeah. to Yellowstone? I, I've never been to Yellowstone. Okay. But uh, I've been I've been to. Let's plan a trip to oh, Yosemite yeah, in like December yeah, or something. Because I, I love nice. camping. Do you also like camping? Oh no, definitely. Yeah. Freaking love yeah. camping, dude. And we used to go uh, when I was a kid with with my family and my uh-huh. cousin's family. And we're trying to plan one now that we're yeah. adults. And we're like, we need to keep that tradition alive. Yeah, man, and if you ever want to go, just uh, let me know. I'm for, if I'm free, like I've been to Yosemite so many times. Dude, I will invite you. The trails. I will yeah, invite dude. you when we go. Uh, or if I don't go, I'll just give you all of my gear. Okay, like I yeah. got all the gears you want. Yeah, you actually hit me up with when I was in Spain. You hit me up, like, dude, go to this or something like that. Yeah, 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 dude. Spain, it's Dude. oh, I love Spain, man. Yeah, I would. He's like would my really... my source of knowledge for things yeah. that I do. He's like, yo, you're in Spain, you yeah. should check out. I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm gonna do that. Which yeah. favorite place you visited in the world? Um, like a city or like uh, nature wise? Mm. Uh, both. I'm not okay, both. so city, I think uh, Spain was amazing, especially mm-hmm. like uh, uh, I was Barcelona. In Barcelona. Barcelona was beautiful. I was in Barcelona. Yeah, so you got that like both. Uh, culture and like a new like modern life you know mm-hmm. like all together you know mm. um but also i loved uh budapest hungary budapest dude it was amazing i i was like um it was awesome it was good times uh dude, I, what I, language? I was extremely I'm, drunk i'm gonna sound yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like i remember it's like being hungarian, drunk the entire time. hungarian yeah okay. hungarian. i uh when i went to austria when i was a kid Austria's some of the cool. some of these hungarian kids Taught me like a bunch of random phrases mm-hmm. in Hungarian to go say to the other Hungarian kids. Of course they did. Yeah, I would do the so, same. It was so funny, bro. Awesome. They taught me how to go tell the guy like, uh, "Good night, dream of me, sweetheart." Like, oh, just tell me to go. It's uh, funny. Almoj velem idesh, and I would go over and just tell them that, and then they would say that one up. more time. Almoj velem idesh. Wow, you said that really Almost good. Well, because they would sit there and practice with me, dude. Yeah. They would sit there and be like, "Okay, no, you gotta like say it." It's hard because there's sounds that in their language that like are not in our language, not, so there was weird noises and like mouth movements. I was like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. yeah. Dang. That's Another cool, one man, was, yeah. uh, "Did you did you piss yourself again?" They would have me go ask one of the homies that. What's and they, that? Dude, you're good, bro. What the heck? That was sick, dude. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh I don't God, even know if you're. Really I don't good. know if you're making this yeah, stuff dude, up, but it, dude, it sounds real. amazing, dude. <laughs> dude that sounds amazing. Real. Oh my God. I was dude. like, he's from Hungary, dude. That was awesome, bro. I practiced that so much because they'd be like, "No, you got to get it down and then just like drop it on one of our homies, and he'll crack up." That's so funny, dude. You know what I mean? Or did you go to Vienna? What's that? In Austria? Vienna? I didn't, man. I want to go uh, back because what I the context of me being there was like on a service trip for uh, like church. Was it missions? Yeah. Missions? Um, it was. I worked at like a retreat center. So and you was, did a lot of cool things, like with like back in the awesome. day, like that. You went to Mexico. You oh yeah, I did a Austria. lot, man. I'm very fortunate. Um, yeah. So cool. But I was young and I was very like contained. So it was like I worked in the kitchen at this retreat center where different churches would come every week. And so that's when I got my cooking down a little that's bit awesome, more. Dude. And so that's when I did that. And you get two or one day. You get one day off like alone during the week, 
but like everyone else was working or like maybe one or two other people were off but they might have not been someone i got along with so i kind of just like stuck around walked into the city that we were close to and like i was like 18 so i didn't really i wasn't like really adventurous to go like i'm gonna get on a train yeah. by myself and go to like some big city in a country i don't know anything you know what yeah. i mean mm-hmm. that wasn't really my vibe um so i kind of was very contained and there was there'd be one day a week that everyone was off and we would all take big trips That's so awesome. i went to venice on one of those days we went yeah. to Salz. you know was salzburg what's erno what's What's the city that The Sound of Music was shot in? My mind is blanking right now. It's like in Germany? Oh, no, I thought it's, it was in it's Germany. In, no? it's, it's in, in Austria. Austria. It's in Austria. I didn't it's know that. It's in Austria. I thought it was in no Germany idea. somewhere. I'm not well cultured in that sense. Anyways. But I'm yeah, sure, so I went. Yeah. To Venice was cool. That city was wild because I loved that movie, Sound of Music, when I was a yeah. kid. So seeing like all these places that I had watched in that movie when it's like such a beautiful landscape awesome. and a yeah. beautiful city. Can you see city. the Alps? Because they're like on uh, Austria and Switzerland now and I France. Didn't, I didn't that. see any of that. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Is it Alps? I have no Austria idea. You're looking at the wrong... You're like... Hey, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because Austria is right at the... Like near Germany and yeah. Italy. Italy. So cool. And then you got Italy Switzerland. Italy cool. So cool. On the other side. Yeah. I want to go to Switzerland. Yeah. I want to go do some more like... Switzerland. Like yes. green, hilly... Like, like rolling hills. Beautiful. I've seen a lot of pictures, man. I've never gotten uh, the chance to go there, but like it's definitely something I... I mean, I want to... Again, I want to travel everywhere. Yeah. Man. Where's your next place you want to travel to? Uh, Probably want to do like Japan. It's been on my mind oh, for a really long dang, time. So that's crazy. Uh, Yeah. So I really want to do that. Um, yeah. I think Japan... I just want to... Again, man, uh, uh, I decided to go, uh, I just started RT school. And the reason why I picked RT, because I've always wanted to be in medical field, and also because... What is you RT? Get, uh, respiratory therapy. Oh, okay. So it's kind of an, okay. like almost like a nurse, but mm-hmm. you're specialized in, in lungs. Got mm-hmm. it. So you don't do anything but lungs. So like, let's say, uh, uh, let's say uh, you can't breathe on your own and you need to put on life support or like a ventilator. I'm the person who put you on there or like, I'll make sure that everything is working perfectly, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what RTs do. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. If someone like, uh, uh, if you get a heart attack, I'll, I'll be the first one on the scene to kind of like do the CPR or like yeah. do the mm-hmm. bagging. So this is my job, you know, like airway, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just make sure the airway is uh, good to go and people are breathing normally. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. and their circulation is going. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, the only reason why I decided to do that because you you only work like three days a week, and then you get the rest of the week off. Or like a lot of people, what they do, they work like four days on, two days off, four days on, and then they get like two weeks off. Dang. So like there are a lot of like time. I mean, I mean, the first couple of years I'm going to be working my ass off. Mm. That's like that's the plan. But after that, dude, I just want to travel the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially like my fiance right now, she's a she's becoming a teacher, so she has summers off. Uh, so I promised her I want to take her everywhere I've been to, and just uh, we just came back from Costa Rica. It was my first time in Costa Rica. Yeah, you guys should go to Costa Rica. Yeah, it's cheap, beautiful, and uh, it's uh, the people there are amazing, man. Yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah. Dang, you guys are gonna go to Japan next? Japan, that's the, that, that's what I want to go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna also, g- Canada, dude. I, I, I want to go to Canada, and it's dude, right Canada's there. Right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, dude. A lot of people, like, I mean, you don't like hear a lot of people we sleep talking on about Canada. Canada, but like lately, I've been like seeing like those pictures of Alberta. Uh-huh. You know, like mm-hmm. beautiful scenes, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm more like we're sleeping on Canada, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. We're sleeping. <laughs> I, I've I been wanting to plan a trip. I just need someone who's gonna be like, yes. Yeah. What? I've been talking about it. I've been no, like, let's go haven't. somewhere. Let's go somewhere. Let's go somewhere. I'm, uh, what? Guys, no, I've been saying, like, let's do this, let's do that. And you're usually down, but we've yet to plan some. That's I've, what I'm saying. I haven't really. really they're, bla- like... they're blaming themselves. Like, That's funny. <laughs> There's no it's blaming. It's bla- just like, blaming yeah. with friends. Blaming with friends. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool, man. Honestly, all it takes, just go. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, like, do that. That's do that. all you yeah. need to do. You know, I bought my my Barcelona tickets. 
within like six hours. My cousin was like, uh, tickets to Barcelona are only $500. And I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. And then we planned it. I was like, come over. And he came over. We planned it. And then we did it. And then we're like, well, at least we're going it gets to planned, dude. I go with no planning at really? all. I never planned, dude. Oh, okay. I went to never planned. I went to Bali this Dang. last yeah. winter. Yeah. And my homie that went with me, he like planned it to a T. Yeah. We had like an itinerary. It was really nice, That's good, actually. Man. Yeah, yeah. Because we did get to do a lot. You got to like, see a lot. Like, we made huh? sure we, like, we went to the other side of the world. We we're going to capitalize yeah, dude, on like what we needed yeah. to do and what we needed to fit in. I think the reason why I never planned just because I, you know, I usually travel alone. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, I just go with the flow. Do you yeah. like the spontaneousness that that oh, offers? Definitely, man. That, cool. That's that's the best part about it. I remember, like, you know, I tell you about Hungary, like when I was in Budapest. Uh, I remember, like, just literally walking. I put my stuff in a hostel, and I actually got to meet a lot of cool people. Like, Dude, usually, I mean, that's, I love hostels. I mean, if if you want to travel and you want to have the best time and you want to meet the best people and do the best things, just like go oh. live in a hostel or not live. Uh, go uh, yeah, stay yeah. in a hostel. Yeah, yeah. You'll meet people like you, travelers that you know they want to travel like with not a lot of money like yeah. you know they're just trying to save money they traveled on a and whim like yeah, you did <laughs> yeah it's just like you you know and then you guys get to do a lot of cool stuff dude mm-hmm. so you know sick. so like it. i mean i've met a lot of people that you know we did a lot of cool stuff together and all on a budget we'd not have to pay a lot of money and also the cool thing i mean this is some i mean when i travel mm-hmm. i like to meet locals because you know they, they're living there they mm-hmm. know everything about their city yeah. or their yeah. you know country you know mm-hmm. so and they also try to kind of like live on the budget like they're not yeah. trying to drop money all the time so like you'll end up doing a lot of cool stuff without like spending a lot of money mm-hmm. uh, so that, that's another cool thing so i remember uh, my first night in uh, budapest um i i got there really late so when i went to my room there was mm-hmm. no one there everyone was out so uh, I put my stuff and I started like walking and I walked into this small bar, right? Uh, and there was like a music playing, like a live music and mm-hmm. stuff. So I met this, uh, these guys and they bought me my drinks and stuff like that. And then they ended up being actually a very known, uh, uh, like a, a very local like band. Mm-hmm. that a lot of people know. Mm-hmm. And they start singing and after that they took me to the, uh, I forgot the river name, uh, I forgot the river name. Some so anyways, river. yeah. So like they took me on a boat in a river uh, and we just literally like drinking and having good times. And they actually end up like, you know, sleeping at their place. And the next morning they bought me breakfast and they showed me around. Dang, dude. It was it was adventure. awesome. It was an awesome. Oh and this is all gosh. happened just because I decided to walk into this small like yeah. bar. That's you know? rad. What so like this, this all takes, you know, yeah. and I did not feel lonely at all. Yeah. You know, so like that's the best thing about like traveling and being spontaneous. You know, yeah. you get to meet a lot of cool people and uh, you get to do a lot of cool stuff that you'd not know you're gonna be doing. Yeah, dude. You know, yeah. I, and I love the hostel thing. Like, I w- there's pros and cons, obviously, to it. Yeah, right. Definitely. Like, I had to like, like, there was no AC in our hostel at all. Or yeah. Anything like that and the wind. That's normal. Like the the wind outside was not blowing, but it was super hot in the hostel for some yeah. reason. And then um, there's a weird guy in the hostel. He just wanted to talk to you, like, right in your face. And I'm like, look, I need my space. And then, like, one night at 2 in the morning, this drunk guy came into the room. He's like, Travis, where are you at? And I was like, Travis ain't here. I yelled at him. I'm like, shut the hell up. (laughs) There's no privacy, (laughs) man. There's no privacy. But but all of that, I'm it's like i'm grateful i have that yeah. experience because i got to experience it's that, you stories know? man it's stories and it was fun looking back on it's it. adventure yeah, it's, it's adventure you know and i met some homies yeah. now they're my homies from south korea and they're like yeah. whenever you're in south korea hit us up and you have a place to stay you also heard a lot of cool stuff about south korea yeah dude yeah. i need to go visit that i want to be culture shocked to Definitely. the t just stay away from the lady boys bro 
Uh, I've heard, heard about that, dude. I can't That's tell a thing. anymore, dude. It's 2019. You can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there was multiple people yesterday in Long Beach that walked by Gabby and I. We were sitting down on the patio of Legends because we had skateboarded around Long Legends. Beach. Legends. Uh, wow. And we were sitting on the patio out there just having a drink after we were skating like on the boardwalk. And like two different lady like men dressed as women walked past us that were like like weirdly like booty short like old guy Crazy. with like booty shorts and like a shirley temple type wig on like curly blonde but blonde hair and he was just like walking a dog and it was just flabby skin on his legs and it was just like uh -oh. twice yeah. it was just like one and it was funny because this old guy sitting like at the table next to us and he's like he's like that's a dude you said that? Yeah, and we looked up. We're like, oh, shoot. Hey, this is a disclaimer. We're not trying to judge anybody. Here. No, no, no. But it was just like... It was just a character. Just stay it away from just, us. No. <laughs> it was just a, like an yeah. interesting... Like, it's a very know. intriguing person. You yeah. see walking down the street. You're like, oh, I mean, it's, it's just, not, you know, you just feel uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel it's like not it's, something you see all, all the time. I really don't have a problem with that. I'm secure in who I am and whatnot, yeah. so... It's just interesting because it's funny when like you're like with somebody and you're like, "There's a character." Yeah. It's like under your breath, you're like, "Check it out. There's a character." Yeah, right check there. this out. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. dude, that's, yeah, that's crazy, sick. man." Yeah. Anyways. That's cool. Yeah, man. So yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, dude. It's a lot of fun, man. Yeah, yeah. right on, dude. Nice Nick, travel. you got a you got an awesome story, dude. Well, thanks, bro. Uh, I think that you offer a very very unique perspective, growing up until you were 19 and then coming to the United States, like. Growing up until you're 19, obviously, but in Syria, <laughs> you grew up until yeah. you were 19. Yeah, Dude, you bro. grew up until you're 19. I made it to 19, guys. <laughs> but uh, you're yeah. in Syria. You lived a life out there, and then you came over here. Very unique perspective that I very much enjoyed hearing. Thank you, man. Honestly, Appreciate it. I really did. I'm, I'm like super thankful for the opportunity to meet cool people and hear cool stories. I feel like there's so much more that I would love to hear about your childhood in a different country. Hey, man, I'm here, and uh, I would love to talk about it. And uh, you know. I lived a good life, so uh, yeah. I'd love to share it with other people. You know, yeah, tell me definitely. before we—I don't want to wrap just yet. I want to hear okay. like what? What do you, if you, I mean, you got the time? No, definitely, yeah. Um, like you told me about like your schooling. Oh, definitely, yeah. There? So I was in a Christian school mm. uh, in Syria. In Syria, yeah. Uh, so my dad is—he uh, used to be a part of a, a, you know church. He was a priest. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, we were—we're we're actually Rome, uh, Rome Orthodox. I don't know if you—it's like one of the first Christianity in the world. You know, mm -hmm. uh, so very traditional. So uh, I was in this school that was uh, ran by the church. Uh, we did have a Muslim families in there, but like mostly Christians. Uh, so it was very science-based. Mm. Uh, so like we only have like, you'll be there all day and you only have like 30 minutes break, you know? Uh, no sports. It was just like class after another after okay. another. So it was definitely boring. Um, and uh, I was a troublemaker. Were you? Like, oh, yeah. I was a troublemaker just because, like, a lot of people knew my family. Mm. And it just, like, every time I do something like, oh, your families are good people. Like, your dad is this, your dad is that. Your mom is very – my mom was, you know, like, very well-respected uh, architect, you know? So, like, a lot of people knew architect? her. And my dad, yeah. And my dad was very – also very known because he was around, you know, like, the church all the time. And a lot of people knew him. So, like, it was kind of a struggle, like, growing up, like, everybody knows your family. Mm -hmm. And whatever you do, it's like, oh, we're going to tell your family. Or like, you know, we're going to tell your mom. We're going to tell your dad. Like, yeah. they're, they're good people. I don't know who, you know, why you're like that, you know? Mm -hmm. I relate so, to that a ton. I always got yeah. in trouble. My dad would pull me aside and be like, hey, like, I heard you did this. Yeah. I'm like, how the hell did you, you hear, hear I did that? that? Yeah. Like, I said the F word at school, and then he found out and sat me down, and we talked about yeah. the fact that I cussed at school. Yeah. But it's because my parents knew Everybody. everyone. Yeah, mm. so that's, that's, that, was the, that was the struggle, you know? 
uh, I remember like I was such a troublemaker. I've done a lot of crazy stuff, you know, like I actually one time I put like uh, um, uh, fireworks inside, like over there, the heaters, like they're kind of almost like, it's like old school heaters, like not like here, like, like you know, it's like, it's yeah. yeah. So like, you know, you have to put like the coals and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So I put like fireworks inside Dude, there. What the like, it was kind of crazy. It was, it was crazy. That one was crazy. Uh, uh, I used to, I I remember one time there was this kid. Oh my god, I, I was a bully. Shit, I, I, just, I just realized <laughs> that. I just realized that. So like this kid, uh, I would beat the shit out of him. No, 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 there was this kid. That, I mean, I felt so bad for him. Like right now, he's a great guy. Like actually, after after when I came here, actually he lives here now. He lives in Texas, and we became really friends. Uh, but before that, uh, one time I took like the picture of angelina jolie mm-hmm. and i cut the head off and i put his <laughs> head instead mm-hmm. and i put it on every freaking uh i put it on all the computers that are there so every wow. like every time you open the computer that's the first thing that pops up like oh my god that kid's that kid face <laughs> on angelina jolie's body Dang. so yeah that was like that was pretty you're a bully yeah, dude, oh, like, angelina yeah, jolie so when we were at like kids though was oh, like yeah, the woman was like, yeah, no, that was the woman oh, britney yeah. spears oh, yeah. bro really oh even britney yeah well i mean i i i I started discovering of Angelina Jolie's work yeah. <laughs> when she uh, was in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And yeah. I was like, all right, then we on. Yeah. It's on. It's on from here on out. It's Britney, bitch. It's Britney. Dude, we started one of our episodes with that. That was yeah. sweet. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It the was last, the most recent one. Oh, two. It was one of the intros we were recording. It's like yeah, right man, at the beginning. Definitely, yeah, man. But yeah, I mean, uh, um, I grew up, I grew up uh, like, you know, it's pretty much just like it's like any other kid man yeah. honestly yeah i had friends and uh, uh i played soccer for church uh, team and then i after that i played uh, basketball in high school and uh, and that was pretty much it man i was actually really uh i only scored like over there like uh the high school like mm-hmm. the last year it's called the senior year there's what that big big test if you score good, you go to college. Because over there, you're on pay for college. So mm. you have to score really good. Like, let's say you want to become a doctor, you have to score 95% on that big test, mm. big exam to, to be able to become a doctor. So let's say your dream is to become a doctor and you scored 94%. Too bad, dude. You're not doing that. Dang. You got to do something else. Dang. Yeah, unless you decide to go to a private school, and private schools were extremely, extremely expensive. The yeah, studying yeah. for those tests is no joke, huh? Oh, no, no, no joke, man. Like, pretty much your whole life is, like, you know, from for that the, test. the first, like, you know, first grade all the way to the last grade. You've been That's working what you're, for this. Yeah. Dude, it was gnarly because I, I just finished my master's degree in education. Well, and I took, a, I took a, Thank you. Yeah. I took an international education course yeah. where I learned about the education systems of other countries. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of countries that do that yeah. where your entire life of education up to that point is focused on I have to do well on this test mm-hmm. in order to have a good life. Yes, sir. Yeah. Legit. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I scored 50 fucking percent, dude. I didn't I didn't get into anything. Dang. <laughs> yeah, I did not study at all. Is that, Matter that of fact, have a little bit of why you do like moved here? Is that uh, No, no, it has nothing to do with that. We moved okay. here just because my family was here. Well, cuz that, that would have been soon after you took yeah, that test though, yeah, right? So, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember how I told you I was a troublemaker mm-hmm. on my last year. I remember going to class and literally every teacher kicked me out of class. Wow. Yeah, they did not want me in their classes. Dang. Yeah. So uh, so I ended up like being homeschooled on my last year, and I just did not really take it seriously because mm. I knew I'm coming here. I was like, oh, I don't know. Well, you already knew at that point. Yeah, at that point, like, you know, like mm-hmm. we found out, like, because we, I think my parents applied for like 12 years, mm. and then uh, like we got the okay to come here when I was in like my last year of mm-hmm. high school. So I was like, ah, I don't want to study at all. You know, I'm not. Well, it makes sense. I mean, here. that's yeah. kind of like, mm-hmm. well, so, yeah. I don't need to do this because I'm not so going to be I here. So I did not, and then somehow I, 
yeah, dude, I got 50%. That was like the worst freaking, you know, score you'll ever score. Dang. I got 50%. Dang, dude. Yeah. And I was happy. <laughs> I was like, damn, I scored 50%. I didn't even study anything, yeah, you know? <laughs> I know, I know 50, 50% of the material. That was yeah. like, impressive it's, to me. It's honestly like somewhat yeah. impressive. Yeah, you yeah. learned half for of not, it. For not studying? Yeah, no, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was, it was yeah. a struggle. It was a struggle. My parents were... Uh, because like, both of my brother and sister, they're extremely smart. You know, my brother is in medical school. Oh, yeah, and my sister brother. is almost going. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a nurse, and now he, she, she's getting her master's in uh, yeah. uh, nursing. She wants to be a nurse practitioner, you know? So, right. Did your brother go to Palomar? Uh, yeah, just for one class, a couple of classes, yeah. yeah. I think I remember seeing him there. At some point, he was going to three different schools, dude. Dang. Yeah, he was your going to... smart, man. Yeah, dude, he's crazy smart. Yeah. yeah his what crazy what smart. kind of perspective do you feel like you have that's... Like, that you got that was different from being, like born and raised there versus like someone who was born and raised in america like if you were to say like the just major a different country man different, different country, culture, culture you know like this stuff. is how it's going to be like if someone is living in their in mexico their whole life and they come here they they're going to have something different than people that are living here their whole life yeah it, i mean just, even between me if you're living here your whole life and another dude that has been living here for a whole life it depends on how your family and how you were raised it's yeah. going to differ so i feel like i mean we're all unique so, yeah you know like uh so I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, you might have struggled. I mean, a lot of people, I've met a lot of people that have been living here their whole life, but they struggled a lot more than I have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, right. I mean, I mean, this is being, coming from a different country. That's not as impressive as people that are living here their whole life and they have to struggle with, like, with a lot of things, you know? Like, I came here for a better life, but they're here their whole life and they don't have the life they want. Mm-hmm. You know? So, mm-hmm. like, I feel like. I feel like I got the opportunity to change my life, but they don't. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. Uh, I'm fortunate for that. Um, I don't know if that answered your question. Man. Yeah, it, it like does. I, like just, I don't feel like I'm unique. I just feel like I got second chance. A lot of people don't have that. Yeah, it's interesting because I just I kind of wanted to hear just your thought on it as far as is there something that was more beneficial for you being born and raised there that you kind of consciously thought about? They're like, I'm thankful that I yeah. was born and raised there and had that lifestyle then came here versus – having been here but I, I liked what you how you responded to yeah. that question as far as you everybody had their own experience and you just because yours was there and not here doesn't mean that yeah. yours was worse over there or there people like you said have been here that yeah. have probably gone through much harder trials mm-hmm. i mean honestly man i uh, i mean i mean i think it's better because i've seen two different cultures and that uh, yeah me who i am right now you know i have a little bit of both you know um that's cool. So like, I, like, I, I mean, I think that that's bit. the only, I think that's the only thing that I gained out of it, you know? Um, I, I mean, yeah, I've been here for 10 years, but I feel like I've been here for my, like my whole life. Mm. I think those 10 you years know? are very influential yeah. years of your life. Yeah. So like, I mean, I mean, beside the good memories that I've had back home, there was nothing, uh, like, I mean, my life started here and it's going to end here, I think. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, I mean, the best time of my life here, you know? Yeah. I just had great like you know great uh childhood but that was it i feel like after like your life starts after you finish your childhood years and yeah. i finished my child childhood years over there and now i came here and started the actual life of neck gossip you know like, yeah. this is my life right now yeah. it started here and that's that's pretty much it that's yeah, cool I yeah i, I, I agree with that perspective because i feel like yeah. my childhood it's it was fun and it was good and i have cool yeah. memories and stuff but my life i think started kind of in yeah. my like early to mm-hmm. mid 20s is when i started like actually like all right cool like here we go yeah mm-hmm. this is this you, you know you have goals and you gotta like get to those goals and uh, that's when you actually start making mistakes and that's where you start learning from your mistakes and 
And like the cool thing about it, like, you know, as kids, we make a mistake multiple times. And sometimes we don't even learn from our mistakes. Mm-hmm. But later on, like when you, you know, when you start like growing up and when you make a mistake, you'll be like, damn, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, I don't want to do that again. Because mm-hmm. you'll see the amount of effect affects you. Like I, when we're kids, like we don't really see like, you know, the consciousness of exactly, it and like yeah, understanding yeah. the. And plus we're just kids. Like, I mean, I don't know, kids, I mean, you're not mentally mm-hmm. developed. You mm-hmm. really did not struggle, you know? Like, you'll see your family, like, your parents are working their asses off so you can get everything you want. I mean, I'm talking about most of the families. I know there's some, some kids that don't have, like, they don't yeah. have that. And, uh, uh, but most of, most, you know, most of us grew up as kids, like, we don't really realize the amount of work our parents put to kind of, for us to live a good life, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then once you grow up and you, it's, that's now it's all on you, you start realizing like making a mistake, it's gonna cost you a lot. Yeah. So you true. stop making it. Yeah. So you, you learn know, from and it. you learn from it. Yeah. Very so true. that's yeah. So you won't do that until you actually you know, and when you start growing up and after your teenage years, like you know, you go to school and like okay, now I gotta do good in school. Cause if I don't do good in school, I have no good future. Or I have to do, I have to work. You know, like I mean, as a salesman, because you don't need education to become a salesman, but like it's super stressful job. And then you know, like just uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where yeah, I'm going is, with that anymore. Is, dude, you know? No, I like it. I like what you said, yeah. bro. It makes makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. I think it's cool to to kind of wrap on that idea of just yeah, like that's because I think the, my biggest thing is just wanting to gain perspective from I think someone like you who has a very valuable perspective I on life. It, and man, yeah. and yeah. so I kind of wanted to tap into that a little bit and just ask you. Yeah, man. I've, I've I've learned a lot from being here and I've learned a lot from being back home. You know, yeah. and uh, I am who I am because of that. Yeah. You know. Definitely. Um, so yeah, I've learned a lot from you guys. And yeah. Yeah, this is uh, this is how life goes, you know. You learn and uh, you live, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but like you guys that. should go skydiving, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, kind, I'm like down. Yeah, I, I, would, I, I would not be opposed to it, but I'm just highlighting before that I would be scared. Yeah, no, dude. Dude, I'll hold your yeah, hand, bro. You know that. Oh, that's okay. cute. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> you guys won't be able to do that though. No, no, uh, before when we're oh, flying before? up. Oh, yeah. yeah. When he's yeah. when he's nervous. Yeah. 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 I'll be cool, man. Mike likes me to hold his hand when he's nervous. Yeah, I mean, whatever makes you feel, uh, <laughs> Nick's like, give you that courage, dude. Yeah. Nick's like, I'm hold my off. hand. Do I feel that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nice. very comforting, it's nice. dude. It's yeah, very comforting. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, thanks for coming, bro. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Thank yeah. you for listening to me. That's, yeah, uh, that's awesome. Thanks that's, for sharing uh, with us, man. We another thing it. on my bucket list I just checked off being a podcast. So thank you guys for that. It's less climatic than jumping out of planes, but oh no, man, this is actually awesome. This is awesome. It's amazing. Thank you guys. Yeah, you got it. This has been Blake with friends guys i'm mike i'm jordan and i'm nick peace and blessings bye guys bye